And you are joining us for another edition of Sparks Notes. It's been a minute. It's a new year. I know things were a little hectic, but I have finally got him back in the <laughs> studio by popular demand. Macomb Mayor Mike Inman, how are you doing today? Well, glad to be here. Yes, we've had kind of a whirlwind start to the new year, but it's uh, so far good and, and it's been productive, I think. so. I Yeah, I would uh, very much hope so. I know that uh, since we last spoke, there's been a tree of you doing a few trips. You, John Bannon, and Scott Coker taking a couple trips out to DC and the like to kind of uh, get some ideas and some perspectives from other communities in the country about some projects. Absolutely. So Mr. Bannon, uh, obviously the director of community development and Scott, the city administrator, myself, we were actually invited late last November and into early December for multiple day seminar with the U.S. Department of Transportation to talk about the bipartisan infrastructure bill that was passed over a year ago now and about what we as communities should be asking for as far as grant money. Traditionally, and I think historically, it's always been a cumbersome ask and then a long wait and more often than not to be told no. We were given a 180 degree different story about the bipartisan infrastructure bill and how the historic amount of money is available and we should not be shy about asking for it. And they're saying that the odds of you getting what you asked for are probably as great as they will ever be right now. So with that in mind, I did also follow up with a trip two weeks ago. The U.S. Conference of Mayors had their annual winter meeting in Washington. I did fly out to that representing the city and had some good interaction with other mayors across the country, saw some best practices in place, and also had an opportunity to meet with both Senator Duckworth and Senator Durbin and talk about what some of our needs were, not only in the state of Illinois, but right here in Macomb, and heard some positive interaction, some reaffirmation about applying for uh, this infrastructure money that's available. So we will be doing that. Yeah, and it's always nice to hear that what you're hoping for has better odds than another time to come to fruition. Uh, and, and actually out of that, I guess one kind of a light topic that I wanted to talk to you about, we had briefly talked about it on Monday, was the possibility of a new bike and walk path in the community. Sure. So uh, that came directly out of those interactions initially in Washington back late last fall through the Thriving Communities Grant Program. Those folks were actually in town about 10 days ago from Washington looking at the community and again encouraged us to pursue planning grants to get that off the ground. At the same time, they gave us some specific direction on what they thought might be easily fundable, you know, kind of low-hanging fruit. And so we'll pursue that. But along those same lines, we also discussed this last Monday night about applying for $7.6 million grant to do a complete rebuild of Candy Lane. Some folks in the community may remember that that was scheduled to be done about now, but because of the school district's investment in a new middle school on South Johnson Street, city council and the administration chose to swap those two projects, and the Johnson Street project has been put up on the front burner. The Candy Lane project has been put back, but was the specific motion of the council this past Monday night. We're going to spend about $14,000 to update a application and resubmit under the RAISE program and see if we can get some of those dollars to fund that Candy Lane improvement. Otherwise, it's going to have to sit for another few years, and we don't think that's a good idea. To that end, we also discussed Monday night, I think you brought it up earlier, we did receive our final bids for both the Johnson Street improvement that we had hoped to be doing this year, as well as the Adams Street improvements. And for those that uh, maybe don't remember the particulars, Adams Street is a improvement from Johnson through the Charles Street intersection. So it's consistent all the way out to La 
Lafayette, US 67. So that's curbs, gutters, all new driving surface, new sidewalk on the north side and on the south side. It'll be a whole new look for that last two, two plus blocks from Johnson through Albert all the way through the Charles Street intersection. That came in again, unfortunately, about $250,000 over the engineering estimates. The council did elect to go ahead and award that bid. Uh, that'll go to Lavender Construction. And as soon as the weather breaks, we'd hope that that would be going with the understanding we want to minimize the impact in the university community. They'll have all summer to complete the job. And our goal, our hope, would be that by the time students arrive back for fall semester, that project would be done and they'd have a nice, beautiful new gateway into the heart of the Western Long University campus. I should say so. Yeah, it'd be really nice of them to come back with all of that having been redone. And it's, it's more than enough to keep Public Works Director Alice Ortman just completely busy. <laughs> well, as a project overseer, yeah, she's going she's gonna to have her hands full this summer. So, and to that extent, the council also did award the um, construction contract to Gunther Construction for that rebuild of Johnson Street from Grant through Harmony. Again, that's a complete redo of that. If you remember, uh, we bid it last June. It came in substantially over engineering estimate. Unfortunately, it's still rather substantially over the engineering estimate, and that's disappointing, but the council did approve at our recommendation to go ahead and award that project to Gunther's. There'll be some initial work done before school's out, but the road will be completely closed after school's out uh, for Macomb schools. It'll be closed all summer long with the anticipation that it will be at or near completion by the time classes resume next August for students at Macomb High School and the new middle school. Again, no guarantees, but the hope is that that will come that way. And unfortunately, because both those projects came so substantially over estimates, we're going to have fewer dollars than we'd ever have to do other projects in the community this summer. We're going to look real closely. We're in the middle of the budget cycle. We're getting our FY24-25 budget together, and we're going to look for whatever dollars we can find from other sources to do some additional uh, road improvement projects in the community this summer. I mean, we just, we just need to do that. The need far exceeds the amount of money we have in the first place, but to go another construction season without some of these roads getting some attention, that, that's our goal. That's well, I would think at the very least that uh, Alderman Dorsich and his constituents are happy that progress is at least moving forward on Candy Lane. Right. So that calls for a brand new water main and a complete reconstruction of Candy Lane from Grant North to Jackson Street. Picture South Ward Street from Piper to Grant. Beautiful two-lane each direction, center turn lane, nice multi-use path on the one side. That's what Candy Lane should look like. And again, that's a $7.6 million project. As um, maybe as recently as three years ago, that was in the 4 to $5 million range. Almost so, doubled. Yeah. The, our, our concern is the longer we put it off, the more expensive it's going to be. And so again, at the insistence of some of our folks out in D.C., apply, apply, apply. Uh, we can't get an award if we don't apply for the grant. So, Well, and speaking of uh, public <coughs> works projects, I know that there was discussion at the last city council meeting about the uh, the water treatment facility and the wastewater treatment facilities. I uh, know, uh, especially at the corner of Warden Grant was a big one. Sure. So a lot of activity will be taking place there in the next couple of years. The uh, council did affirm uh, proceeding with that. The test well that was drilled over the last year is there. We executed a purchase agreement with the Purdy family to buy about 16 acres there. That's where we'll locate our uh, new water treatment plant. And 
one of the alternates that came out of the test well evaluation is that we need to space those additional three wells, a total of four, some 2,500 feet in any direction from that plant. So we'll be looking at uh, where those are going to be placed. And we believe that at the end of the day, this is a slight alternative to what we initially planned, but we were originally calling for five wells. I believe we can get by with four. And the fact that we'll need to acquire some other locations within that. So 2,500 feet is roughly a half a mile in any direction from that plant. Those additional costs were offset by eliminating one of the wells. So Well, and I can say that at least from my limited experience, and again, I will defer to uh, Public Works Director Alice Ortman, but it did sound like this uh, this site was very promising. Yes, it, the, the water quality is what we'd hoped it would be. The fact that uh, we may have to space some wells out to get the maximum gallons per minute pumping, that, that understandable. I'm not a hydrologist. I uh, have to defer to the engineer firm we're paying lots of money for, but that's what their recommendation is. And at the end of the day, if it's a, a wash financially by eliminating one well and, and spreading these other wells out, it seems like the right thing to do. And the council, like I said, did authorize and affirm that direction for Public Works Department to pursue. And then, of course, coming out of the city council meeting as well as the audit, which also was very promising. Well, we're grateful it was late. Unfortunately, that was due uh, last fall. The auditors had some staffing issues that prevented them from delivering the audit to us uh, as timely as we'd hoped. But at the end of the day, they reported no findings, which is always good. If anybody's in the arena where you depend on an audit, you know that the last thing you want is to find that you've had errors or issues or some sort of necessitating some follow-up. They did not find any of those. We're grateful for that. That's consistent with what our past practice has been. They were highly complimentary of uh, city business office staff and the, our new director, uh, Melissa Worley, in that some of the inconsistencies they had seen in previous audits had been cleared up. And they also gave us great news that we ended our 22-23 fiscal year with a $9 million reserve. And that's it's a substantial amount of reserve. By any standard, anywhere from three to six months is considered the standard amount of money you want to have socked away as a municipality. Not that we want to be in a position where we have to spend that down, but the idea is that we're we're well situated. And there are one-time budget items that we're looking at for this next fiscal year that will bring some of that down without a doubt. And that's why we're hoping that we can find, for example, some additional dollars where we can fund some street improvements this summer in addition to those major progress we just talked about. You bet. Now looking ahead, you got a couple things actually going on. A little farther ahead, maybe just a little bit lighter, uh, there is actually a retirement ceremony coming up <laughs> this right. week for canine unit Mac from the Macomb Police Department. Right. Mac is a German Shepherd that's uh, come to the end of his service as a canine partner for Officer Nick Seavers. And Mac's done a great job. He's had a great crew through the city police, but it's time for him to retire. He's in relatively good health. Uh, it's not like he's going out on a medical disability or anything like that, but it's time. His uh, it's uh, He's like everybody else. He puts in a hard day's work and sooner or later, it's time to go have fun and relax and enjoy the fruits of your labor. So. Well, it seems like Jax is ready to step right. up. Jax is ready to go. Officer Eric Kramer and Jax making a good team out there. And so his replacement's on board, and it's time for him to sail on into retirement. We'll fet him a little bit, uh, as you said, later this week. And then coming up tonight, a uh, really exciting one, something we've been building up to for a while. It is the first official workshop date for the small business competition. Absolutely. So last week we had the orientation. 13 individuals showed up with ideas to uh, expand or create new businesses in Macomb. And we're going to see through this competition how many of them are committed to it and they come out on the other end. It's meant to be a hand-holding operation, not a gauntlet. So uh, it really excited. And, you know, folks that are listening here at the last 
last minute and you want to get in before the official first start of the workshops tonight, get a hold of Savannah Ballard at the Office of Community Development at the City of Macomb, and she'll get you signed up to come tonight if that's what you want to do. We're excited that we haven't done this since before COVID, and it's a shark tank kind of competition. We had a really good success in its initial outlay. We had two businesses come out of it, Crafty Coop and then Forgotonia, mm-hmm. both of them successes that came out of the initial round of this competition, and we would hope and expect that we did be as successful again. Yeah, if nothing else, I mean, you don't necessarily need to come out on top to thrive in the community, if right. nothing else. Uh, at the very least, you can come out of this with a lot of good information and decide to forge ahead on your own. Exactly, and that's what we're hoping will happen. So yeah, if you've got a great idea, maybe you didn't make it for orientation, throw your hat in the ring, the first workshops tonight, and you can see it all the way through, and uh, who knows? Could be a could be a great experience for you one way or the other. That's what we're counting on. Uh, and of course, uh, full credit to Savannah Ballard for quarterbacking this. Yep, she's taking the lead. She's settled right into her new job uh, at City Hall. And this is something that she's been really looking forward to getting off the ground. She's a ball of excitement and enthusiasm anyway, but this is something she is fully 150% behind. And I think it will be just great. Absolutely. All right, Mary. I, mean, I want to thank you so much for stopping out today. Always a pleasure, about- Jonathan. Uh, with everything that's going on here in the city of Macomb, and we'll look forward to talking to you again in the future. That's for sure. Thank you.